Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> I am your hostess with the mostest, Pam Perry. We haven't done a Chocolate Pages show in a minute, and I only reserve them for really, really special guests. So we are in for a treat because Shirley George Frazier is our guest tonight, and she is like my new best friend. I mean, we were kindred spirits. We saw each other on Instagram. So who says social media you can't meet really good, positive people? We saw each other on Instagram. We were like kindred spirits. She had little pups. I had pups. And we uh, both love marketing. We both love books. And she's an entrepreneur that has been doing her thing for a long time, since 1990. So today's show is really going to talk about from transition to reinvention to dream to the home-based business dream. So let me just tell you a little bit about this show. We're going to talk about how you end one chapter in your life, whether due to a spousal death, a job loss, or any other adjustment, and you make the transition into a new life, which can kind of be scary. However, the change can be fulfilling. And so this show with author Shirley George Frazier will inspire you how to give yourself permission to from to transform and reinvent your beautiful life. So this show, you'll hear how Shirley George Frazier left 13 jobs in about 13 years and finally said, hmm, maybe I should turn my hobby into a profitable business, and she did that. And her book, Marketing Strategies for the Home-Based Business, is a comprehensive guide that provides the tools for every aspect of successfully marketing your home base. And so you can learn all about direct mail tactics, garnering attention through print and broadcast media, and using everything on the Internet has to offer, from ebooks to to web videos to seminars. And so we're going to welcome Shirley Frazier. Welcome, Shirley. Thank you for joining us. Oh, Pam, thank you so much. It's an honor to be here with you and the listeners. Oh, good, good. Well, let me tell our listeners a little bit about you, just your background, so they kind of get a little bit of why I'm so excited to have you. Shirley is a recognized as the world's authority on gift baskets and as one of the foremost experts on starting a business from scratch for new entrepreneurs. In business since 1990, Shirley is present CEO of Sweet Survival, LLC, and she helps creative people and aspiring business owners to create a great life for themselves and their families by turning their passion into a fun and rewarding pastime or business. Her books include 
marketing strategies for the home-based business, which we'll talk about today, um, how to start a home-based gift basket business, which is her bestseller, her signature book, and the gift basket design book. As a professional speaker, Shirley conducts seminars and conferences at trade shows, provides small business advice on CNBC, New York's Fox Channel 5, the Food Network. She publishes articles on gifts and decorative accessories, um, spare Time Magazine, Opportunities Magazine, and, is, and has been quoted in CNN Money, Black Enterprise, Entrepreneur Magazine, The Gift Shop Magazine, The Orange County Register in California, New York Newsday, The Record in New Jersey, just to name a few of the worldwide publications. And so at this time, we're going to welcome Shirley Fraser. Shirley George Fraser, how are you? <laughs> oh, doing very well this evening. So good. Even with everything that you just said, which seems like just a blur, I <laughs> never get tired of helping others succeed. There's always some spark of inspiration that, that comes my way through, you know, what other people want to uh, create in their life. So I'm mm-hmm, always ready to mm-hmm. talk on those terms. Well, that is good. Well, one of the things that I really liked when I read your bio um, one of the things it says, you know, real, real frank and said, Shirley George Frazier left 13 jobs in 13 years. So what really <laughs> influenced you to stop working a traditional job and really start working for yourself? Unfulfillment. <laughs> That's mm. the base word. Mm-hmm. Totally yeah. unfulfilled. I would started a job. It was fine. There was money. And there was a lot of commuting, which is fine. I had a husband, mm. had a daughter, still have the daughter. Mm-hmm. My husband's passed on. But every time I would mm-hmm. start a job, it would be, uh, you know, at the high point. And then as I would continue with that job, it would just become menial. And I just mm-hmm. didn't like the repetition. I'm a person who loves movement, who loves change, yeah. and had to keep leaving jobs because of total unfulfillment. And once you are great at a job, no one, in my case, wanted to uh, reward me with uh, a promotion. Everyone wanted mm-hmm. me to keep making them look good. I had to go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That is. That is one of the things. As an entrepreneur, one of the, the, the I guess, characteristics is that they have to have um, the creativity that's one of the main things. And entrepreneurs are visionaries. They are out-and-out visionaries. And so sometimes they they grow greater than the space they're in if they're trying to be in a regular job, which is really what happened to you every time you would, you would say, okay, I mastered this job, what next? And they're like, no, we want you to stay here for 100 years. And it's like, no, <laughs> I have to keep moving. So so one of the things I talked about that an entrepreneur needs in, um, in order to, to start a business is that they need to be creative. Um, but in starting a business at home, what do you think is some of their backgrounds that a person really needs to really start a business at home? It's important to have a space within your home that you know is going to be Mm -hmm. dedicated for that business. And some of your listeners may have heard that before, but it really is a great foundation so that you know when you walk into that space, it is your dedicated place to be inspired, to be creative, and to work on who you want to be. So whether you Mm -hmm. are in a small apartment, studio, or in a big McMansion, so to speak, there's going to be somewhere that you are going to convert into your business nook. 
And that's the, the mm-hmm. base, the foundation for what you are going to achieve in your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, what I've, what I've seen, that people who work from home say, oh, I could work from home. It'll be so good because I could work when I want. But what I find is that most people who work from home work all the time because it's always there. You don't commute away from it. You don't. Um, you may can close the door, but at a certain point in time, because you own it, it's your responsibility. So what would you say to those that are working from home and they're like, I'm working my own hours, but I'm working all the time. I work in the morning. I work late at night. I work in the middle of the day. You know, so what do you say to people that, that say, well, how do you really manage your time, so to speak? Yeah, that was one of my concerns when I started. I was extremely and still am extremely dedicated in business. In fact, I'm sitting in my home office right now with the door closed, Mm -hmm. which I usually do. No one is in the home, but I still close the door because this is my work sanctuary. As Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. decide to start your business, you also decide on your schedule. Just like you know when you have to go to a full-time traditional job or when it is time to go grocery shopping or whatever else you do, it is important to map out when you're going to be working. So if you want to work at home from 9 to 5 with your time for lunch or some kind of break time uh, built in, you map that out. You take, if you have nothing else, you take your pen and your lined pad and you figure (laughs) out what you're going to do from 9 to 9.30, from 9.30 to 10, and you map out everything that you want to uh, complete in your time table within that time frame. And some things are going mm-hmm. to overlap and some things aren't going to work out, but that's where you start with a vision with plan. of how your day is going mm-hmm. to be mapped out. Mm-hmm. That's good. That so, is and good. that way you're not so, working mm-hmm. to midnight and, and 3 o'clock in the morning <laughs> unless that is the best time because maybe you are working with someone in Japan or some other international country. Mhm, mhm. So tell me a little bit about how you decided to go into the gift basket business. What was, you know, we we're talking about how you can turn your passion into a profitable business. So what was the the idea? You leave co- corporate America, you drop out corporate America. I have a friend in, in New York that called herself the corporate corporate mom dropout. I think <laughs> it is Lucinda, and you drop out and you say, okay, I have more creativity than I can really. Uh, containing this job. So what made you go with gift baskets? My husband used to chuckle every time I told this story because he was a part of the story. He's now deceased, but still mm-hmm. a part okay. of the gift basket transition. And he uh, made a small gift for a friend uh, when he was working at a particular job. He took some rocks from our backyard, some pebbles, glued them to the bottom of a shot glass, and we had a lot of shot glasses. We don't drink. We have nothing. There's nothing wrong with right. alcohol, but we don't drink. And he glued the shot glass, uh, the rocks, the pebbles, to the bottom of the shot glass, paired it with some liqueur, and wrapped it in saran, put a little bow on it, and gave it to this friend who was feeling down. That was my model hmm. for gift baskets. That small oh my gift God. blossomed into you know, just hundreds of thousands of dollars that I've made over the years. That's where things Mm. started. But even before that, I had entrepreneurs in my family, great-grandmother who grew strawberries 
um, and ship them from Virginia to New York City during the wow. early 1900s. Another aunt yeah. who made fudge in Brooklyn, New York, which is where I'm from. So uh, even though mm-hmm. I have entrepreneurs in my family, and, and some of the listeners may not, there's still some spark of ingenuity that gets them going, that fuels their mm-hmm. passion. And that's where mm-hmm. my gift basket uh, future came from. Wow, wow. That reminds me of a story of a lady that um, is making a syrup. It was her, I think it was her grandmother's syrup recipe, and I'm um, a black lady, and she just loved this syrup. And and everybody would say, oh, I love this syrup. It's just so good or whatever. And, and her book is called Sweet Success. And she went on to make millions of dollars with the syrup starting in her basement. Starting in her basement. It was I'm, it's That's called her. Sweet Expectations. Yes, Michelle Hoskins. And her book, the name of the syrup is Honey Cream Syrup. And really it was like Very her nice. family legacy, a multi-million dollar business she built from nothing. Um, but it would, took a lot of tenacity. So that's one of the things because she got a lot of no's before she could say yes before it became on the grocery shelves. I mean, she just go in the basement and say, oh, I think I'll sell this to the grocery stores and they'll carry it in Whole Foods. No, no, it, it took a lot. And now it's a multi-million dollar mm. business, but it started with the dream of um, her wanting to do something that she wants to leave to her children and something where she just said, you know what, I know that I'm more than this. So kind of talk a little bit about that too, like, you know, how do you know if your idea for business is a good idea? When do you, I mean, with Michelle and, and even with your gift baskets, you, I remember we were saying before um, the show that you said your first gift baskets, they didn't look all that good, but, you know, you kept at it and they got better and better. Um, but some people just kind of work an idea and it's just kind of like you friends look at them and says, you know what, you maybe maybe you should let that go and try something else. I mean, it's okay to fail, but you just have to learn from those mistakes and move forward. So kind of talk a little bit about that, about, you know, how do you know if your idea is a good idea? Well, what you just explained about the the company with the syrup is a terrific model. And while it is, we we do have to be careful with what we want to bring forth as our vision. So if you do make a great macaroni and cheese, it's very important that you don't immediately open up a restaurant because if you open a restaurant based around that, it may fail because there's a lot mm-hmm. of checks and balances macaroni and things to right. put to you know to go behind uh, a lot of sales of that product. So. What you do to ensure that you have a great idea and that you can get off the ground is that you do have to put through, you you do have to do your research. Um, Even though that's Mm -hmm. something that takes time, it's time well spent. One way that I've shared um, when I've spoken at many conferences is that there are colleges worldwide, usually one in every U.S. state at least, at least one, You can get help from college students. Now, I'm not saying that every college does this, but most colleges have a marketing program where students Mm -hmm. are studying marketing. And Mm -hmm. part of that marketing program can be your business or your business model being uh, researched by those marketing students to find out if your business model is going to be one that's going to be successful. Can you imagine having dozens of brilliant and young minds working on your business for you mm-hmm. to uncover mm-hmm. the, the background, the 
um, the statistics and all right. the other information, all the other research that goes into whether or not your business will fail or if it has potential to succeed. That's one free way that you can mm-hmm. understand what your business can be, how it can grow, and what the potential is for it. That is so true. You know, my daughter goes to Michigan State, and she's in a club called the Marketing Mix. And what the Marketing Mix is is basically just what you said. They're all marketing students, and they actually take on, quote, unquote, clients for free, and they help them with their business from the promotion to uh, predicting trends to whatever that business needs. They take them on. So they take on that project for the duration, for for the year. That's their semester project. The marketing students work on this for free. It's a, it's a club, and I never really um, – when I started Ministry Marketing Solutions, I never thought about going to a university doing that until she's in college. And I was like, wow, you know, they're doing this for, I think, you know, they probably work with like maybe 12 different businesses um, for the year. And they take that that information that they extract from the client and they then become like their marketing department, so to speak. And they're learning, obviously, but they're learning at the academic, you know, university level. So that is really, really good. So that so they yeah, can that's, help you flush out that idea. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the that one of the most best kept secrets in business. Yes. Uh, so unless you yes. have, like you say, a, uh, a relative, daughter or uh, or niece or whoever who is in college, you will overlook that opportunity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that is, that is good. We're listening to Shirley George Frazier. She's author, speaker, mentor, uh, ShirleySpeaks.com, and we're talking today about how to run a successful home-based business, which she's done since 1990. Um, and she is um, really talking to us today about reinvention and transition and really building your dream. So tell us, like, maybe three things that we could do to start putting a plan together um, you know, to start a business. So what would a person do first, second, and third? First thing is um, beyond setting up a place in your home for your office, mm-hmm. um, for your office structure, is to start to tap into the connections that you already have to mm. determine if your product or service will be of interest to those connections. Now, it's not that you're going to, in a way, bug or um, talk too much to people about what you have or what you have to offer because there's going to be passion behind what you are talking about. So you're going to be speaking with your bank's manager or perhaps an mm-hmm. accountant or attorney that you already know. We would, uh, mm-hmm. we have pets, maybe talking to the veterinarian. They all have mm-hmm. other people within their circles. And there's going to be something about your product or service that's going to be of interest to those individuals. So it's very important that the people who you're already giving money to recognize that there's a way for them to do business with you as well. So that's one thing. Yes. You start to plant seeds with those who know who you are and you already have a relationship with. The second thing mm-hmm. is to... Start to do your research not only on the Internet, which is very accessible and can also be very skewed. Uh, You have to really Mm -hmm. be careful when you're doing your research because not everything is true. 
but also do right. your research through books. So that's going to be still the library. Thankfully, libraries are still open. And mm-hmm. also do libraries that's find out, mm-hmm. Yes, find out what is being said about your industry and what's being written about it through the through the library and bookstores that hopefully are still open in your area. And the third Mm -hmm. thing is to Mm -hmm. start to recognize the media connections that you can make in uh, through local reporters who will be interested in your business and, um, and be interested in helping to promote your business. They don't, the reporters, both, online, uh, in print, and on television, broadcast media, they are not helping you to advertise, so to speak, but they're bringing Mm -hmm. information to their readers, to their viewers, in a way that is interesting, in a way that sells advertising. I've been on many shows, Mm -hmm. as you had mentioned, and there's always a hook, always some kind of trend, always some kind of of, uh, new information that the media right. wants to hear that's going to have have something to do with your product or service. So start lining mm-hmm. up and writing down who those media contacts are so that when you have something to say to them and share with them, you know who they are right away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. So those those are like the crux of it because if you don't, one of the things that I find that you, if being an entrepreneur, so you're working in your job and you're like, you know, I'm really good at my job, but now I have to switch a hat and I've got to market myself. I've got to open up my mouth. I've got to talk to people. I've got to now not only talk to potential prospects or people to let them know what I'm doing, but now I've got to talk to the media. So what do you say to people that says, yeah, I really, I really, I'm, I really, I'm good at baking pies and say what forever, or, you know, like Mrs. Fields, I'm good at making cookies, but I don't really want to talk to everybody about what I'm doing. I'm a little shy on that hand. What what kind of marketing strategies would you recommend for someone like that? Or what kind of tips would you give for someone like that? I would strongly suggest taking a course, whether it's online mm-hmm. or in person, on media relations or on becoming an extrovert, something mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. you are going to feel and, and understand your own power, the power of bringing your passion to light through what mm-hmm. you share with people about whatever you want to sell. That's going mm-hmm. to be very important. My sister, uh, Cassandra, she is a professional craftsperson, makes gorgeous dolls and other items in, in that industry, and she is very private, but she has to sell her product. And she mm-hmm. has had to take several courses to get out of being an introvert. Um, there are probably uh, free courses or courses that are available online. Whatever makes you comfortable, wherever your comfort zone is, as long as that helps you come out of your shell, that's going to be important because you can't, you, it, it's not fair that you keep your goods to yourself. Someone is looking, Mm -hmm. excuse me, someone is looking for what you have. It's going to help Mm -hmm. benefit their lives. It's going to help strengthen them. It's going to help them in some way with their health Mm -hmm. or with their wealth or whatever else you have to offer. So it it, it really Mm -hmm. is unfair for you to keep it to yourself 
And it's very important to have some kind of training so that you recognize how to bring out the, your own passion about what you have to offer. Mm-hmm. It's it's like it's scriptural, you know. Don't don't hide your light under a bushel. So you've got to Absolutely. shine your light and let people know. And I always say yes. too, if you're really really shy about speaking or talking to people, or you know, think of it as a role. Think of it as acting. Think of it as something that you are a, a, a script almost. You know, make yourself go to networking events and actually practice saying your 30-second elevator speech over and over. Go to places where you don't know anyone, and you're just practicing. Just think of it as practice. Or join something like a Toastmasters group, uh, which is really good, that makes you stand in front of people and speak, you know, because you have to tell in order to sell. So one of the things with anything, well, I don't care if you're selling syrup, if you're selling gift baskets, or if you're selling an idea, you've got to tell to sell. I say that to every entrepreneur. You've got to have a command of um, confidence in order to to get your ideas across. Because if you don't sell anything at the end of the day, you don't really have a business. And then it becomes a hobby. So you want Absolutely. to be profitable. Absolutely. So it does begin with some kind of sales. And sales isn't, and sell isn't a dirty word. It's, it's just a way to let people know exactly what it is that you have to offer that they can find valuable, that they will exchange their money for, for your goods and your services. That's all it is, but you have to tell in order to sell. So we've got about a few minutes left. So the last thing I want to ask you, and this is really, really good, because I'll be 56 this year. I'll be up there in age, and a lot of people say, oh, you know, that's, that's really at that point. You should start really just, you know, continue on your same road. Don't try to change anything. But what do you say to those listeners who you think are that think that they're too old or too set in their ways to start a business or to make any other type of change in your life? Because I'm all about reinvention. I, I reinvent a lot. I mean, I've had my business for about 20 years, but I reinvent whenever there's a point in time when I feel in my heart that God is trying to, to really just pull me up higher, just trying to tell me to go further, you know, dig deeper. But what do you say to those people that say, you know what, I'm too old for that now, I'm too set in my ways? I just if you are blessed enough to wake up in the morning or whatever time you wake up, that's the clear signal that there is still time to do whatever you want mm. to do. There are too mm. many uh and I, maybe I shouldn't say too many, but there are so many examples of individuals who started their business in their sixties in their seventies because yes. they dared to take a chance on themselves and again bring their genius to the world so that it fulfills mm-hmm. other people's lives. So every time, I have to say, every time I wake up, and I know it takes a while to do this, a while to get into this, when I wake up, I, I am elated. I, I expect to wake up, but at the same time, I know that I still have a chance to do better than I did the, ne- the day before and the day before that. So it's, mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. there is always a, a minute when you can concoct an idea and put something on paper with pen or write something down on your computer, notepad, that's going to help you further your ideas and and bring that business to light. And Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter if you're working a traditional job and thinking about it and doing your research and or, or just thinking about it in general. If the idea has come to mind, there's a spark of 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 a, a try at least to mm-hmm, do mm-hmm. what has come to mind. 
um, there's a woman, uh, quickly, that I read about many years ago in the New York Times. She was 72 years old. She had a lot of fabric, and she still wanted to create her business, and she was not giving up. She was not a failure by any means. She was still ready to put her business together, 72 years old. Mm. If you're waking up, you have another chance. Just, not just, but Mm. move forward. Move forward and Mm -hmm. put whatever it is together, step by step, minute by minute. And carve out some time for yourself so that you can, uh, you can bring together together the the creation that you want to do. Because mm-hmm. well, a good example of that is everybody knows KFC, Harlan Sanders or Colonel Sanders. He started his business to start up was sixty five. He started yes. his his he actually he he had a military career. He failed at previous ventures, and he took his first Social Security check, okay, and found it Colonel Sanders cake Kentucky Fried Chicken. And he, you know, basically he was 65 years old. So you are never, never too old to really uh, pursue your pursue your dreams. It's just about mindset. And that's really it. It's Absolutely. about mindset, how you can go from that transition. You know, a lot of friends at, at this stage in life, they are uh, losing loved ones and that sort of thing. And um, whether it's a parent, and so it's just really, you know, a traumatic thing. Um, to lose both parents, and they're transitioning from that 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 period, or even a spouse, even, and so they've got to learn how to really how to reinvent themselves. And so, your book, Marketing Strategies for a Home Based Business, is, would that really help people to um, answers if they're looking for um, ways to reinvent to to the dream of a home based business? It does. It is a great grounder, so to speak. It's does lay out uh, not only how I started so that you become familiar with what how my story may fit somewhat into your own story, but it also lays out two separate marketing plans. It goes over all the types of uh, marketing from print to online. It gives you mm. some, uh, some other technology kinds of information. Um, it even helps you to recognize what you can do through the eyes of seven entrepreneurs that I uh, interview in the book. So it does cover mm-hmm. a lot of ground, and um, every book that I send out, at least, uh, is autographed. <laughs> I also oh, good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that always makes that personal touch really good because it's very, you know, sometimes people will say, oh, you know, I'm going to give this book away or whatever. But when you say, oh, no, they signed it. I'm keeping this one. <laughs> Yes, yes, very true. I'll keep this one. I'll keep this one. Well, Shirley, (laughs) um, thank you so much for joining us today. And I just want to tell our listeners for more information or to invite Shirley George Frazier to your next event, you can contact her. You can give her a call at 973-279-2799. That's 973-279-2799. Or you can email us at Shirley at ShirleySpeaks.com. At Shirley, right. spell their normal way, at ShirleySpeaks.com. There's also an 800 number, and oh, that's okay. 800, yeah, toll free, 800-640-8521. Oh, good, good. You've got it. We, we expect nothing less 
lots and other marketing tips like that from her book. So make sure that you go to the site, ShirleySpeaks.com, and and get the book, Marketing Strategies for Home-Based Business. It'll really bless you. Well, I'm Pam Perry, and this has been just a pleasure talking with Shirley today. So thank you, Shirley, for so much. And if you want more information from me, on branding and marketing tools, which is how to get that marketing mindset, you can go to PamPerryPR.com. I would love to assist you in building your dream. So with that, thanks for joining us for Chocolate Pages. God bless.